Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. And hey, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. In this family, we're on a journey of growth daily in the Word of God and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Now, before I start, I'd like to call upon God, ask Him to help us understand the Word of God this morning. You know, it's God that brings light into the Word that we we, we read and the spirit of God gives us revelation. Amen. So heavenly father, we give you glory and honor and praise. We magnify you. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for love and mercies that endure forever. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you father for your faithfulness. Father, we pray that in the name of Jesus as we get into your word that you may speak to us in a mighty way. I decrease father that you may come and increase and I disappear that you may come and appear for your glory. Give me the tongue of an orator to deliver your word just as you placed it in my heart and may you be glorified oh god in the mighty name of jesus christ we have prayed with thanksgiving amen and amen amen children of god you know the word that i have for today is very interesting because it came from a point where i was seated and i was asking the holy spirit questions you know i just uh, yesterday when i was in my place of prayer I just went and uh, sat down and I was asking the Holy Spirit one interesting question. I said, Holy Spirit, prayer is talking to you, right? We come to pray so that we can know more of you and more about you. Not really necessarily coming to pray to ask for things. But then how come we, we people don't like to talk to you because prayer is talking to God, right? As like, how come people don't like to talk to you? And how come that people shun away from it, from prayer. It's not like prayer is nothing more or less than talking to God and connecting to God to know more about him and to understand him. So I was like, we love you and you know in our hearts there's a love for you there, but then how come we shy, shy away from prayer? And the second question that I asked the Holy Spirit, it's really weird because when I have conversations with the Holy Spirit, I get to be very, very open. I asked the Holy Spirit one thing and I was like, God, is there ever a person that can say they do not want to go to church and they don't want to read the word or pray because they actually genuinely do not want to or it's because somehow, somehow it's the influence of the devil, Right? And then one funny part is that I had my Bible at that time. And then I opened the Bible. The first, as I opened the Bible, the first place that the Holy Spirit took me was the book of Samuel. First Samuel chapter 15. And in the book of Samuel, in chapter 15, it talks about the time when God had said he wanted to punish the Amalekites for what they had done to the Israelites when they were coming from Egypt. For starters, I want us to understand that God doesn't forget to avenge. Because this was way, way, way after the Israelites had left Egypt and they settled in the promised land. This is generations and generations after that. But he still did not forget. So God doesn't forget. He avenges at the right time. He said to Saul that Saul should go and destroy, utterly destroy the Amalekites from the men, the women, 
and even the suckling babies, the livestock, don't leave anything. Don't leave any stone unturned. Turn everything upside down. Kill everybody. Because I want to punish the Amalekites for what they did to the Israelites. Now Saul went on to go to the uh, um, to the Amalekites and he killed everything. But he spared the king Agag and he spared the good of the land. The sheep and the good of the land. Now Samuel was a prophet. He was somewhere there minding his business. Now he hears God telling him that I regret ever selecting Saul to be king. I regret it. I regret ever selecting Saul to be king because he has disobeyed me. He has spared the good of the land and he has spared even the king Agag. So now when Samuel went to confront Saul about what happened, Saul now greeted Samuel, Samuel like nothing happened, nothing serious happened. He was like, how oh, are you blessed one of the Lord? How are you? That kind of thing. And then we see that now Samuel now asked Saul that, if you really obeyed God, what is this bleating of sheep and lowing of cows I'm hearing in the background? What is this? And he said that we spread the good of the land so that we can sacrifice to the Lord your God. And this was the very exact time when it dawned on me. It dawned to me, I mean. The number of times Saul kept on saying the Lord your God in that chapter are up to almost like three times. And then I noticed something. Saul didn't really have a relationship with God. Because I cannot say the Lord your God if he's also my God. So to a certain extent, Saul was not completely submitted to God. And that was when the answer to my question came. The Holy Spirit now told me, if you do not have a relationship with God, it's hard for you to obey his commandments. Because you don't have a relationship. That's when I asked do people necessarily don't want to go and fellowship with others in church or read the word or pray because they're under the influence of something or genuinely they don't want to. It lies behind you having a relationship. If you do not have a relationship with God, it's hard for you to please him. It's hard for you to obey him. Pardon me for my voice. Your girl got flu. So my voice is a bit hoarse. It's hard for you to to obey. It's hard for you to submit to someone whom you do not love or who you do not have a relationship with. Typical example is in some marriages. I'm not married yet, but I've heard a lot of things. I'm not married yet, but I've heard quite a number of things. And from all the many seminars I've listened to, they always say one thing, that a woman is finds it easy to submit to a man that loves her. If she's loved properly, she easily submits. If she's not loved properly, she easily, uh, she does not submit. And they were saying the other way around, if your husband is not feeling respected, it's not easy for him to love you. You understand? So, similar way, if you do not have a relationship with God, Saul didn't have a relationship with God. He kept on saying, but let us go. When he was now, uh, it was now made evident to him that he had sinned before God. He now said, okay, fine. Go up with me so that we can worship the Lord your God. I was like, the Lord your God. Which means he didn't really have any relationship with God whatsoever. 
the God that had ordained him to be king, the God that had appointed him to be king, he didn't have a relationship with him. That's why he actually found it. He did not see the relevance of him obeying God. Now we find that that's someone now told him that obedience is better than sacrifice because the sin of disobedience is much more like the sin of witchcraft. So you've committed witchcraft against God because that was the plan of God was to destroy and to avenge the children of Israel but he became an interference. So which proves to, to as one thing If you're finding it hard to obey God and if you're finding it hard to heed to his commandments, it means clearly, clearly you you do not have a close relationship with God, which means you do not have a relationship with God. Because if you have a relationship with God, daily you desire to please him. Daily you desire to have a, make him, you know, feel the love from him. You desire to feel the joy that he feels when you come and commune with him. You desire to feel that there's nothing more beautiful than coming into the presence of God and feeling the love from him. <laughs> you know, God, you feel like you can jump from Burj Khalifa and fall down and you definitely walk along Shakespeare Road. I'm telling you. But if you do not have a relationship with God to please him, to obey him, to submit to him will be a difficulty. Amen. That's the word of God that I have for you today. Please be a blessing to somebody else and send out this podcast to someone who needs to hear it. Let us be a blessing to others and let us share the word of God to each and every single person out there. You might think that this is a very small act, but I'm telling you, we started like this and now the daily bread has spread to over 40 countries all over the world just by sharing the podcast on your Instagram feed or on your Facebook or on your Twitter or on your WhatsApp status. People have listened to the word and now their lives have been transformed as well. I love you children of God. Have a Great, great, and blessed Wednesday. Kisses from heaven.